Ricky, here with my co-host, Michelle. What's going on, Michelle? What's happening, Ricky? Not too much, not too much. What's happening with you? You know, I'm proud of you. I feel like everybody needs to hear it. I'm proud of you. You had a huge weekend again. Made me some money. You're off the shit list. Uh, I'm proud of you. I was on the shit list. I didn't Ricky, know. You, you I didn't know. find your way to the shit list by the end of the week, so... <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. It was a good weekend. We hit our, our big bet on the show last week. Shout out to our employers at Steady Picks as well for going 2-0 this weekend. Um, but yeah, Michelle, we got a lot to dive into. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Sounds good, Ricky. Let's talk about Big Ball Brock here. Big think- Ball Brock. I go birds. Let's just start with that. Like go birds, but let's talk about these games. What did you make of the game, Ricky? What was your thoughts? There's one thing, Michelle, that actually really pisses me off about this game. As fired up as you know about the Eagles going to the Super Bowl as I am, there's one thing that kind of like makes me mad. And it's the 49ers fans saying and, and I quote, well, yeah, we lost our quarterback. Lost our quarterback. Like as if as if you, you took your quarterback to the fucking theme park, Michelle, and lost him in the crowd of people. No, you didn't lose your quarterback, first of all. The Eagles hit your quarterback, injured your quarterback, and knocked him out of the game. And that's You're- not their quarterback. There's their seventh-round pick, third-string quarterback. That's not their court. Their quarterback is not. But even so, Michelle, they didn't lose their quarterback. The Eagles knocked Brock Purdy out of the game. They True. A, a violent hit on his elbow, and he's, and he's out. And then a violent hit on Josh Johnson, and he's out. I don't think that... We're acknowledging here that this defensive line, which last week you and I sounded really smart, Michelle. We, you know, it it aged well. I mean, this this defensive line's violent. These guys get after it. They injured two quarterbacks, knocked them out of the game. But yet, here the 49ers fans are as if they, um, you know, just... Let them cry, Ricky. It's just annoying, though, because I I think we would have won that game outright you know, definitively either way. But, like, that's one of the things that even even going back to, like, Kyle Shanahan in this game, he failed to protect his quarterbacks, clearly. Like, you knew this, this team had 70 sacks. You, you knew pressure was coming from the right side away from Trent Williams. What did you think was going to happen, you know? No, I hear you. So that's my only beef is just, like, that. But aside from that, Michelle, what a great win for the Eagles. That was a really great one. I I think I like want to have you break it down to analyze it for me because I don't understand. I want to talk about the lines of this game. I'm glad you brought that up. I want to ask the listeners here, how many of you noticed and really think back to when you were placing your bets here? The books literally got away with charging an extra 10% juice on this game, on either side. Can you break that down further for me? Like, I I understand it, but I feel like make it for dummies for me. All right. Usually when you make a bet 
on an NFL spread, you're getting, regardless of what the number is, you're usually able to get a clean minus 110 on both sides. And even if it's a little juiced on one side versus another, you can typically find that middle ground, you know, around minus 110. With the uh, Eagles 49ers game, the books were doing some, some kind of like shady shit here, Michelle. I'm just going to say it. They were offering the Eagles at minus two and a half at minus 120, minus 122 ish for pretty much the whole week. And they were offering the 49ers at plus two and a half at plus money. But it for anybody who was going to bet the 49ers, they were, they were taking them at three, which was about minus 120, minus 122 ish too. So again, like the standard bet is minus 110. Now you're forcing betters to kind of pick like a minus 120 side. And I mean, when you really look at it, like you're now paying 20% just to bet, like just to place your bet. Were they doing that? Like as the afternoon game wasn't like that, or the second game, I should say, wasn't like that. Were they doing it because they were almost unsure of who was going to win this game or had an edge? Like what? Yeah. I, I, so I'm not, I'm not an expert in that sense. I don't know. Like I couldn't give you a, a strong explanation as to why. Um, but it's just odd, you know, because like you were saying the next game, like you, it closed pretty much two, like chiefs minus two, a clean minus one ten on both sides. And leading up to this point, Throughout the playoffs, if you look back, Michelle, you won't find another game that really had that like line trajectory um, in terms of the juice on both sides. So it was just it was just weird. If nothing else, like I would love to just put that out there for uh, the higher powers that that know what this means to kind of take and run with. But extra ten percent juice, nothing you know. If nothing else. Yeah, I yeah, I don't understand it. I mean, I get what you're saying. I don't understand why they would do that or what the motive was. Um, I think a lot of people landed on the money line one way or the other. Like, you know, if you like the Eagles, two and a half is always a weird number for betters. Um, not not weird, obviously, because it covers the field goal. But yo, you always know something's up. It's kind of like a fishy spread. So, um, yeah. Well, hopefully the Super Bowl won't be like that. I like, I want to get paid. I don't want to be paying more just to bet. So, and that's the thing. Like I, I pay the juice on the money line, and people don't realize. You know, when you make a significant wager, that juice. You look at the ticket even after it wins, and you left a lot on the table. You left a lot of meat on the bone when you you pay these juicy numbers. So, yeah, minus one ten or better is what we aim for. All right, good to know moving forward. So the second game, Bengals-Chiefs, that was interesting. Um, In my opinion, these two quarterbacks are supposed to be the best in the league, and neither one looked great. Neither one. Yeah, they they struggled early. The overbetters were definitely not feeling very good. No, no, right off the bat. It was like field goal, field It was boring. It was actually not the most exciting game the first half, I should say. Oh, I love the defensive games, Michelle. I'm, I'm 
it's funny because you're right. Like in people, that's not what people wanted to see. But I loved seeing those defenses stand a little bit and not let it be like a pathetic just shootout like we people were expecting. Exactly. I do want to talk about why they do not protect our boy, Joe Burrow. Why it's like the man got what four sacks? Was that four sacks in the first half? I think at least. Yeah, it wasn't good. And this just brings up another funny point where I'm going to take us way into left field here for a second, Michelle. Is that okay? Go for it. Okay. Yeah, the refs didn't help in this game. Okay. The refs did not help the Bengals betters throughout the fourth quarter of this game. But. Whenever you see, like, games like this, Michelle, where you have people adamant on both sides, like there was there was extremists on the Chiefs, and there was people who felt really firm on the Bengals. And I have seen shit as crazy as, aside from blaming the refs here, as like, okay, you familiar with the State Farm commercials? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is in them? Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl is being played in Phoenix, which is like the State Farm Arena, right? Mm. <laughs> no, don't entertain this. All I'm, right, I'm I, saying I no, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't give this too much. But so, like, I've seen Bengals betters that are so bitter. And please, if you're listening, never get to this point when you lose a bet where you're reaching this far. But I literally saw a Bengals better, a high-profile sports better, saying that. <laughs> Because it's the State Farm Arena and because Patrick Mahomes is in the commercials, like the league put the fix in to make sure the Chiefs made it to the Super Bowl. I I don't know. So they could air the commercials or where they were going with that. But losing is hard. But like people reach bad, Michelle. There's been some bad, like, I don't know. Do you blame the refs for that game? I'm sure you watched it. I... Like, I I haven't heard this conspiracy about the State Farm nonsense. I I did feel that they favored the Chiefs a little bit. Like, a a lot bit, but... (laughs) A lot bit. I don't know if I... I don't... It's tough. You're not tying State Farm into it, is what you're saying. I'm not tying State Farm. Like, I do find... I, I mean, I find in every sport lately that... I went to a Sixers game last week. And uh, I literally saw a man not get touched, flopped like a dead fish, and the refs. It was it. Kyrie Irving, wasn't it? It was, and I just—it's like they show it on the the jumbotron, and it's like, am I looking at the same thing? Even the refs could see it, and so like, I don't understand it, but I did feel a little bit that this Chiefs. Uh, Bengals game was favored. Do I think it impacted the game? Made it so the the Chiefs are moving on to the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I have no idea. But did I? Did I do feel like sometimes you just feel like all right? I can't catch a break. The ball. <laughs> the ball's not falling into the net in this one. And I just felt like uh, the Bengals did get a little bit uh, shafted a little bit on this one. I'm sorry. I got to keep it together. All I'm saying is 
okay, like if you think that the fix was in, then why didn't you base your handicapping around like, you know, the safe farm commercials to begin with, Michelle? So oh, that that's like I'm saying, if, if you're I... gonna pin it on the NFL, if you're gonna pin your lost bet on the NFL being fixed for fucking State Farm, then why didn't you see that ahead of time? Well, that's that's. Like, if the, I would have believed that, if I would have gone in and be like, oh, it's in State Farm Arena, uh, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> has to be there. I, I would have bet, like, if that's where my mind was at, then, then these people are idiots. They should have just put all their money on the on the Chiefs then. If that's truly what they believed, even if they were Bengals fans. Like, I'll give you a perfect example of this to, to bring it, like, back in a little because I don't – even think it's that insane of this person reaching. I think it's insane that you're reaching because you lost your bet, but I don't like uh, Michelle. I literally base my NBA playoff handicapping a little bit off of the league's best interest. And I've seen the Tim Donahue or Donaghy, whatever his name is. I've seen all the documentaries with him. I've read a lot of other shit. I don't trust the NBA. So like, for me, if you're going to go to that extreme with your beliefs, then it should have been in your handicapping to begin with. So still a reach is what I'm saying. But I was, Michelle, I was fucking rolling. Watching this video, I was absolutely rolling. I I I didn't watch that video, but I got to say, these on Instagram, TikTok, some of these videos have me, I am locked in and I, it's bad. I mean, I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm going through every reel. Some of these videos that like Eagles fans with um, uh, Joey Bosa, is that who it was? Oh, I loved it. Like I, loved I it. couldn't stop laughing. It's, I mean, and that's just Fuck one. Fuck Joey Bosa. That's just one. I mean, it's... I would never want to like call out a professional athlete, but yeah. the way that Joey Bosa responded to fans like playfully heckling to him. This has become just straight entertainment. Michelle, Philadelphia one, Joey Bosa zero. <laughs> walk that ass back to your car, Joey Bosa. That's a, that's a nasty walk back. He was even saying like, the Eagles, you, you guys are going to get it today. Yeah, we, we really got it. Exactly. We really got we it. We got our asses handed. You're right. Um, that's so. Go I, find your quarterback at the theme park. He's one of those guys who said we oh lost our quarterback. God. My gosh. Um. Okay. Like that's. I mean, I feel like I'm missing games at this point, but we're we're down to four four teams. So no, that's it. Like one game remains in the whole NFL season. That's one crazy. Final game. I don't like getting old. Everything goes so quickly. One more game, then we have what? Like six months. Yeah, so that might be a good time to talk about what to expect from the happy hour show, Michelle. I know, what's now that, next? Uh, I think it's no secret. My value has been in the NFL. I'm if you want UFC picks to fade, I'm your guy. I should sell them. I should sell them. I know. Should we start a side business? Fademypicks.com? Yeah, we could do like a only pay if only fans or whatever. Only fans. Um, but no, so I have a couple ideas for the show. All right, hit me. First of which, I think we should make it a call-in show. Mm. I want to start airing the show at a time when live callers can call in. I know we got chirpers at Steady Picks. People who love us, people who like to chirp, everything Maybe. in between. Okay. 
So that's my first idea. Um, Another thought is that I... We're going to murder the NFL draft. Anybody who likes like college football, NFL draft type, you know, like the incoming prospects, if that interests you, three-year track record over, I think, over eight units every draft. We're going to be putting a lot of time into handicapping the NFL draft, and it's been a very profitable thing for us, Michelle. Okay. I like that. Um. One one funny topic here that I want to ask you about. Let me hear it. All right. Have you ever... I feel like this is that game. Yeah, I know. Never I'm trying have to think I of ever. Like how to say this. I was talking to a buddy about this, watching the West Virginia-Auburn um, game this Saturday. The college basketball. So I had... Not only did Donnie, who... I highly respect in college basketball tell me to hit West Virginia, but another resource was telling me pick of the day. And for whatever reason, Michelle, I didn't decide to place that bet. I like Bruce Pearl and that Auburn team. I couldn't get myself to, to pull the trigger. So I found myself in this weird situation that I've been finding myself in a lot, which is like, when you don't bet on a team that you were like you were about to bet on or you wanted to bet on, but for whatever reason you didn't, I'm aggressively rooting for the other team, like for my <laughs> original pick to be wrong, so that I don't regret not making the bet. And I find that like so that like buy, not buyers or Morse. I don't no, even know no, that's what not to the call right word. It. I'm just yeah. Yeah, like I don't know, but I'm finding myself like more attached to these games and betting against hoping I was wrong than like the games where I actually have money on. And it's kind of like a fucked up situation. Like Sick. you should I'm, get some help for that. Like seriously. that doesn't seem right. No, but like I was saying this to my buddy while, while we're watching this game, I'm like, man, I just hope Auburn covers. So I don't look like an idiot for not what uh, betting West Virginia. And he's like, I'm like saying this exact thing to him. And he's like, Oh no, I do that all the time. <laughs> he just <laughs> makes it seem normal. So, uh, be curious with the listeners if you guys ever do this. Guys, girls. Sorry, we got we, we got, got a diverse Dana. audience now we with do. Michelle. Um, so yeah. All right. Um, that is funny. I I'm gonna go full circle here. Mm-hmm. We did not give our our updated Super Bowl picks. And before I give my pick, because I'd like to go first, ladies first. Wow. Ladies first. With that being said, before I make my pick, I would really like to know, because I personally think the Chiefs are banged up. I don't, I think the Eagles look good. I think they have a couple guys a little banged up, but I want to know who's uh, who's banged up for the Chiefs. What's the injury report as of today? They call me Ricky Schefter. <laughs> Michelle, I got the injury report for you, all right? Let me hear it. All right. Let's start with Kadarius Toney, who left the AFC Championship game. After catching what was almost the first touchdown of the game, I had him to catch the first touchdown of the game. That was absolutely brutal. But he's questionable, Michelle. It looks like he's got a good chance to play in the Super Bowl. Okay. Now, remember, it's a two-week break. We've got the Pro Bowl yeah. in between. so Which nobody's going to watch, but... Unless you can bet it. Unless so you can bet it. keep an eye out okay. if you can bet the Pro Bowl, because if you can bet the Pro Bowl, 
We sure as hell will be there. I'll be betting the Pro Bowl. Um, but, okay, Kadarius Tony questionable. Probably the biggest injury on the Chiefs is Sneed. Sneed is the corner who left the game really early last week. He's questionable, Michelle. Um, okay. It's way too early to have any updates on these guys, but I'm going to hit you with, like, the questionable list. Juju. TikTok boy. Questionable. I, I mean, like, I almost feel like I've had enough. Like, I've heard enough from you. And then there's another wide receiver. Hardman? Oh, you're not a Juju girl? Um, like, I, I no, no. But I, I'm, I'm. It's not even against Juju. I'm just looking at this list over your shoulder, and they're they're questionable. There's Willie a Gay, Willie Gay, big time. Um, he's kind of like the, not the leader of the defense, but it all kind of goes through him at the linebacker position, um, like the the plays coming in and whatnot. Andy Reid was very concerned when he went down, so he's questionable for the Eagles. Michelle, look we, at this. Yeah. Nothing there. No, there is. Oh, wait. Dickerson, our oh. Pro Bowl guard. Okay. He left the game. It looked like an elbow stinger at the, the surface of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's questionable aside from that. I See, that's the thing. I feel that Patrick Mahomes can't put weight. They're, they are hiding that. I think they're 100% hiding it. I don't think – and, I, I mean, Kelsey He has two weeks. Good. I don't care. I, I like. I don't care. I don't. I'm taking. What's the money line? What's the? You want some? Oh, you're making bets like. All right, Michelle. Let me. No, get, like I'm ready. I. Hey, hey. You know let what? Let me give I, you the numbers. Let me give you the numbers. I don't even need the numbers. Eagles are gonna win, and I'm. I feel confident. I don't. I feel there's something in the air. I live in Pennsylvania. I went out today. It was a beautiful day. I just felt it today. I felt. Oh, that's not a way to pick games, Michelle. It's not. I love you. Don't get me I, wrong. But. I think that the Chiefs are banged the fuck up. I I think Patrick Mahomes, who is that team? Patrick Mahomes, yes, they have a good team, but that is the team. I think he does two weeks is not enough. The way he's not running on his foot or his ankle, how he can't put weight on it, two weeks isn't enough time. He's a big boy. He is a big boy. So, wow. Eagles it is for you? Eagles it is. See, I got called a homer all last week for my actions on our episode. When, in fact, there was no home. Like, there really wasn't any homer. I, I genuinely felt the Eagles were better. This week, straight up, I don't know if I feel that way. And I, it pains me to say that. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be a completely different test uh, for this Eagles defense than having no QB was for the 49ers. So for me, I got to think about with the Eagles being a two-point favorite right now, how I want to play this. Um, I think this is a coin flip game, Michelle. I'm not ready to say either team is a favorite. So, so you're holding out on us? Yeah, I'm... I don't see any reason to make the bet now. Uh, it's too consensusly at every book, so like, you know, we're not we're not in danger of missing out on anything. Right. We'll wait well, it out. Our we'll next see. episode, we'll have to 
I want to go heavy on the props, though. Okay. We'll do a prop episode. Um, yeah, so that's what we can look forward to. A lot of Super Bowl props. Anything else from you, Michelle? I don't know. I think that we're going to have to do a, a, a bet on uh, against each other. Loser has to be the designated driver for the parade. <laughs> I am... You couldn't... You could make me the designated driver for the parade, and you guys are going to need to get an Uber. That's all I'm saying, so... Might need to think of something else, but... Steady Picks Radio. Have a great week, everyone. We're going to be back later in the week with some Super Bowl props. Have a good one.